0: From E-Town Hall in the foothills of the Rocky Mountains, it's E-Town, with more of our 30th anniversary celebration this week, bringing you highlights from our 2007 season. Featuring Nancy Griffith, Chris Hillman, Ruthie Foster, Katie Tunstall, Raul Madone, and more. I'm Helen Forster. Right now, here comes our host, Nick Forster.
1: Thank you, Helen. Hello, everybody. Welcome to E-Town. We are almost out of the COVID cage. Live shows are back. Masks are off in most places, although I suspect we will see them again. I know that I caught a cold for the first time in a couple of years because I was so excited to take the mask off. Anyway, spring is coming. We are continuing to celebrate our 30 years on the air by sharing some songs and stories that haven't been out there for anybody to hear in a long, long time. There are some conversations I had or songs that I played that I don't really remember, frankly. I have to listen to see if I recognize my parts, but mostly I am incredibly grateful to hear all this stuff. I'm also grateful to the singers who came to E-Town year after year, to the engineers who captured everything so beautifully, and to our crew that's helping me sort through the uh, amazing E-Town archives. Our first set of music includes a song by the very talented musician Raul Midone, who describes himself as badass and blind. He was born in Mexico, grew up in New Mexico, and he's lived all over the place, Florida, New York, and LA. And he's worked with people like Shakira and Snoop Dogg and Queen Latifah and Herbie Hancock. Um, We've also got a song from Pierce Ficini, who was born in London, grew up in France. But first, a very appropriate song from the late Nancy Griffith, here on stage at E-Town from back in 2007.
2: This is a song that I wrote as a tribute to Miss Loretta Lynn, who was a woman who set this entire nation of rural American women free with her songwriting. To the Grand Ole Opry, to E-Town, to all such radio shows that keep us all going with real music. Listen to the radio. I'm leaving Mississippi in the evening rain All these Delta towns wear satin gowns and a happy Frank Loretta Lynn guides my hands to the radio Where would I be in times like these without the songs you're in Cause when you can't find friends, together you the radio Oh, when you can't find a friend, you still got the radio, oh, the radio, oh, listen to the radio, the radio, oh, no, we listen to the radio, oh, the radio, oh, 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 oh. I left the handsome two-step, the good old boy back into the scene. Now he's sitting on the sofa, he's looking for a sofa, wondering what's become of me. Got a 0018 Martin guitar in the back seat of the car And I am leaving Mississippi with the radio I smell a puncture train, I hear silver wings, and then away Merle Haggard flies. And that good old boy will find the band, the gold on the stereo. Hey, then my mama's in the cold, where she is gone. He said, down the road with the radio. Can't find the friend, you still got the radio. When you can't find a friend, you still got the radio. No,
1: Welcome to E-Town from Paris, France, Pierce Ficini.
3: If I, if I if i i
1: to E-Town. Very amazing individual, Mr. Raul Midon. Thank you so much. I'd like to bring um,
4: Nick and Helen up for this number. It's a song. Well, I'm not going to tell you what it's about because you'll get it. But it takes a while to know what it's about. It's called Song for Sandra. I'm so happy, I'm so happy she's gone away. I'm so happy, I'm so happy she's gone to stay. How could you say that? You don't believe. from crying I don't need her I don't need her to keep me from harm I don't need her and I I can't remember the feel of her arms How could you say that calls you son for the first time
1: Thanks to Nancy Griffith, Pierce Ficcini, and Raul Medone. We'll be back with lots more after a short break.
0: This portion of E-Town is made possible by the Bohemian Foundation, building stronger communities through the Bohemian qualities of creativity and imagination. On the web at bohemianfoundation.org. You're listening to E-Town.
1: Welcome back. I'm Nick Forster. You are listening to some of the highlights from the E-Town archives. Up next, a visit with Rock and Roll Hall of Famer Chris Hillman. He's a founding member of the Birds, the Flying Burrito Brothers, Manassas, and more. He came to E-Town with his friend Herb Peterson. And here they are from back in 2007.
5: Thank you so much. This is a beautiful song that Ira Leuven wrote of the Leuven brothers and Emmy Lou Harris, our good pal, had a big hit with this back in the early 70s. And on that record was Herb Peterson singing the duet with her. Unfortunately, it didn't say Emmy Lou and Herb on the label, but he made this record happen. It's a beautiful tune called If I Could Only Win Your Love. And I believe we have a bass player up here, big Mr. Tall. Big Tall Fella, Nick Forrester. All right, Nick. I Could Only Win Your Love goes like this.
6: I make the most of everything I proudly wear your wedding ring My heart would never stray while you're away If I could only win your love know. I give my heart to make it live you never know can I ever say how I strayed your love since you've gone away, oh how can I ever show how I burn inside when you hold me tight, if I could only win you love. I give my heart to make it live, you'll never know. I crave your love since you've gone away, oh how can I ever show how I burn inside when you hold me tight, if I could only win your love, i give my all to make it live, you'll never know how much I'd give if I could only win your love.
1: Welcome back, and it's great to have you back. It's been too long. Uh, I want to get back to your roots a little bit. So you grew up in Southern California, mm-hmm. growing up in uh, North San Diego County, in a kind of out in the country? or
5: Exactly, very rural area. Yeah. Um, there was four towns that shared one high school, uh, probably the attendance at that high school. Or the population of the high school is about 700 kids. Yeah. yeah, And I understand your sister brought back some cool records when she went away yeah, to Yeah, she did. She went off to college in the mid-50s, brought back Lead Belly, Pete Seeger, The Weavers, things like that, so I really only spent about three minutes with the Kingston Trio and went right into this other area, which was a godsend. I really owe her for that. Yeah. And uh, when I heard bluegrass, that was it.
1: What kind of bluegrass did you hear living where you did?
5: The first bluegrass tune I ever heard was Flatt & Scruggs' Live at Newport on Vanguard Records, and they did Salty Dog Blues, and I went, oh, my God, what is that? And prior to that, I listened to the New Lost City Ramblers, and I loved Mike Seeger. That's yeah. how I got into the mandolin. Right. But that was more of a string band. That was an old time So I hear Flat and Scruggs, and I'm going, oh, my gosh.
1: Um, you went right from playing the mandolin in a couple of different bands right into mm-hmm. the Birds, where they handed you an electric bass. Was that, was
5: that the first time you'd ever played the bass? I had never picked up a bass. I got the call, and I'm just going, oh, please, God. And I go into this, <laughs> the rehearsal, and I see them. I sort of had met McGuinn and Crosby. But I figured they all knew how to play electric instruments, but they didn't. We all literally plugged in together, so the heat was off, and we learned together. But that was almost a blessing, because we didn't have a blueprint. We weren't a garage rock band. You know, we developed everything out of Roger's 12-string playing, and he was a a guy that accompanied the Limelighters and all those groups that I didn't like, I guess. But anyway... But that's how that happened, yeah.
1: And the rest is almost history, and it went on. One thing I want to point out that uh, I, I mentioned it earlier, but Herb Peterson's here. It's great to hear you guys sing together. Oh, and thank you. You've been able to do that a lot over the years. I mean, it's really a great tradition in country music. There's a ton of great duet singers, and you know, whether it's the Monroe brothers, or the Lilly brothers, or the Dillmore brothers, or the Stanley brothers, or Jim and Jesse. I mean, there's a huge tradition of, of brother duets. And mm-hmm. you guys have really gotten to that place where your voices just sound like that. I don't know, did they always click in that same
5: way? Yeah, it did develop over the years. Yeah,
1: well, it's a beautiful sound. And I understand you're also singing a lot at church these days. In I the do. Greek- I
5: sing in a uh, Greek Orthodox choir. I'm the only hillbilly tenor in the Orthodox <laughs> church in California. And I do get that from a lot of the priests that I know out there. But it's very interesting. It actually enhances what I do now. And to some degree, I think I add to this Byzantine sort of thing. Chant, you know, which is a whole different... End of the other end of the spectrum from our music, right? The,
1: uh, the the Greek Orthodox is the one that's based in Constantinople, which is now in,
5: Istanbul. Very good. That's right. You're going to make a friend with the entire Greek community by calling it Constantinople. Yeah, yeah. you know that.
1: Back when it was it was the, part uh, of Greece, but it ain't yeah.
5: anymore. Yeah, that's right.
1: Um, exactly. You're part of a of, of a religious tradition that is a offshoot. In other words, it was fourth century or whatever it was when the Orthodox Church was based in Constantinople, right? It was fairly early on. And you're part of this tradition that's separated from Rome, it's separated many, many years ago, something happened, and I was that's just right. curious. That's
5: yeah. right, but they're getting back together now, you All see. Right, they're, going to. They're, they're it's probably, a reunion. There probably will be yeah. a reunion.
1: Is there gonna be a birds reunion?
5: No. <laughs> the birds should be left, best be left as a wonderful memory, <laughs> really, and seriously, because Two of the fellows have passed on. It really would never be the yeah. same, and I love uh, Roger McGuinn and David dearly. They're wonderful guys, and uh, we shared such a wonderful time together. But uh, best it, l- we leave it. Yeah.
1: It's um, we're in the midst now of a time where a lot of people are paying attention to what they're calling Americana music, which is that cross between country music and rock and roll, and roots music. And if you really want to pay attention to where that stuff came from and a lot of those, the, the real roots of that tree of Americana music, you'll find Chris Hillman's name in a lot of that stuff. It's really, it, and, and Herb Peterson too. Herb's been there right alongside sure and in a, in a bunch mm-hmm. of those great situations. Anyway, let's, let's get back to music. Welcome back if you would, along with Larry and Herb, Chris Hillman.
5: Thank you. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> Thank you very much. This is a song that uh, really wrote itself. Graham Parsons and I wrote this in 1969 and each verse sort of touched on a bit of the culture back then and last week I was looking at the song and singing it on stage and all of a sudden I said, gee, it just sort of relates now to what's going on in the world too. Sin City goes like this.
6: This old town filled with sin, it'll swallow you in if you've got some money to burn. Take it home right away, you've got three years to pay. And Satan is waiting his turn. THIS OLD EARTHQUAKE'S GONNA LEAVE ME IN THE POOR HOUSE IT SEEMS LIKE THIS WHOLE TOWN'S INSANE ON THE 31ST FLOOR A GOLD-PLATED door WON'T KEEP OUT THE LORD'S BURNING And the scientists say it'll all wash away if we don't believe anymore. Cause we've got our recruits and our green mohair suits and please show your ID. THIS OLD EARTHQUAKE'S GONNA LEAVE ME IN THE POOR HOUSE IT SEEMS LIKE THIS WHOLE TOWN'S INSANE ON THE 31ST FLOOR A GOLD-PLATED DOOR WON'T KEEP OUT THE LORD'S BURNING
5: And a friend came around, tried
6: to clean up his town. His ideas made some people mad, cause he trusted his crowd. So he spoke right out loud, and they lost the best friend. This old earthquakes gonna leave me in the poor house It seems like this whole town's insane on the thirty first floor a gold plated low only out the low Like gold plated gold, won't keep out the Lord's burning
5: rain. Thank you, Nick, for playing bass. Thank you, buddy. Chris Hillman, along with Herb Peterson and Larry Park.
1: Up next, the great Texas singer and songwriter Ruthie Foster talks about singing in church and playing in the Navy band live at E-Town. It is, um, you must have you been involved in music a lot when you were a kid.
7: Yeah, I kind of had no choice. Uh, my folks were uh, gospel singers. I grew up listening to a lot of gospel. I had several uncles who uh, had a couple of quartets. Uh, I had six uncles on my mother's side and uh, six uncles on my father's side, and they all sang, so.
1: Wow. So that's, uh, that's, that's at least a couple of quartets. <laughs> and they sang in the style of uh, the Dixie Hummingbirds or the Fairfield Four, or the Blind Boys Alabama, that kind of stuff? Yeah,
7: gospel keynotes. Yeah, gospel the same keynotes. style. Yeah. It's was beautiful, um, growing up and listening to that, and blues. Had cool. a chance to uh, listen to a lot of blues growing up, too. My dad was a big blues fan. Uh, Lightning Hopkins, Muddy Waters, yeah. Howlin' Wolf. Yeah. yeah. Howlin' Wolf. In fact, my dad got me a, a, a cassette with uh, nothing but blues on it. But what he didn't know, he was recording it from a boombox to another boombox. So I heard the blues, and then I heard my dad in the background going, Woo! Yeah, baby. (laughs) Oh, this is a good one here, baby. you like this one. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: So you didn't have, your family was not one of those families that made that line of demarcation between gospel and the blues something that you couldn't cross. I mean, there were some families that was like, hey, that's church music and that other stuff, man, that's the, the barroom music and we're not gonna have that in our house.
7: Oh yeah, they had that too. Well, we they felt like that too? Well, yeah, we had blues um, you know, on, on the weekdays and then we had gospel on uh, <laughs> Sunday and Wednesday on choir practice day. Yeah, <laughs> we had the best both worlds,
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, anything remarkable about your time in the Navy?
7: Traveled a lot. Um, actually, it was I got into the Navy to get out of music so I worked at a helicopter squadron in San Diego for about a year before I realized that felt too much like a real job. So I switched back over to music and I joined the Navy Band. Yeah. <laughs> but That's, yeah, I traveled quite a bit and made a lot of friends and still have a lot of friends in the Navy Band.
1: The Navy Band is a serious uh, commitment for people who don't know. I mean, uh, from, uh, I've known a couple of people who played in the Navy Band and it's you got to know a lot of tunes. You have to have a lot of repertoire, and and uh, you know the the anthems from all the countries that you might be visiting. For example, have to be performed by the Navy Band sometimes, right?
7: Yeah, you do, and you have to read. I have a music degree, so uh, I worked didn't. Worked out okay. Yeah, it worked out just fine yeah. for me.
1: And then uh, you know, I th- I think that the um, you know I mentioned when I was introducing you, you had your time in New York and your major label success, and and it strikes me that you've. Um, You've been approaching this with, I wouldn't say, you know, this music career thing, not with caution, but it's been a gradual process. And this new CD, it seems like you're uh, giving yourself permission to have a little more fun.
7: Yeah, exactly that. I I, uh, went back to blues and old soul. A lot of the 45s I grew up listening to, Bill Withers and uh, Otis Redding. Well, the voice is up front, and the sound is very warm, analog sound. Yeah, And I wanted to do something like that. I've been wanting to do that for a while. Yeah,
1: and, uh, and just briefly, we'll touch on the fact that the title of the CD is inspired by a poem from Maya Angelou. Mm-hmm. Can you recite any of the poem from memory, or maybe a little piece of it?
7: Pretty women wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute, built to suit a fashion model size. But when I start to tell them, then they realize it's in the the way that I walk, the curve of my hips, the stride in my steps, the movement in my lips. I'm a woman, I'm a phenomenal woman.
1: I think you are a phenomenal woman.
7: Thank you, Nick, you know, I I'm not,
1: I'm not kidding. So, um, so, Anyway, I wish, you, uh, I wish you all kinds of good luck. It seems like uh, songs that have a little extra spirit and that have that sing-along flavor and that carry some of the gospel emotion and some of the power of the blues that can bring people together in these tricky times. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like this is the right stuff at the right time. Anyway, let's get back to music. Welcome back the phenomenal Ruthie Foster.
7: Fighting for the E-tones up here y'all. Yeah. Got Nick and Helen, Woo! by waking up a little bit.
8: Oh, I woke up this morning with my mind, stayed on freedom. Yes, I woke up me I woke up this morning with my mind stayed on freedom. Hallelujah. 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 Don't you know the tall
1: we'll be back with more music from the Etown archives after a short break.
0: Your visit to Etown is made possible in part by the Scientific and Cultural Facilities District or SCFD, one of the largest cultural funding mechanisms in the United States, supporting nearly 300 organizations in the greater Denver area. You're listening to Etown
1: I'm Nick Forster. I'd like to say hello to our listeners who are hearing E-Town on stations like WETS in Johnson City, Tennessee, on WKZE throughout the Hudson Valley in New York, and on KRCB in Santa Rosa and Sonoma County, California. As always, if you'd like more information about any of our guests, you want to see what we're up to here at E-Town, there's lots of stuff online at etown.org. We are heading back to the E-Town stage, this time for a visit with the Scottish singer-songwriter K.T. Tunstall, from back in 2007. K.T. Tunstall, what a great sound. Great band, great singing, and you play play a a great strong guitar. And I don't mean for a girl. I mean, you play like (laughs) strong rhythm guitar, it sounds great.
9: Thank you very much.
1: Does that come from playing on the street, that rhythm guitar thing? Yeah,
9: absolutely. When I first picked up guitar when I was about 15, 16, I was a picker, and I listened a lot to Johnny Mitchell and Eddie Reader, who's a fantastic Scottish musician, and... Then, as the years rolled by.
1: <laughs> other, other sounds <laughs> the kind of, and influences, yeah.
9: The more, and really a lot of it came from frustration because you're playing on the street, you're playing in bars, and it, I really developed over a few years. Didn't you
1: say somewhere that you also learned how to sing from Ella Fitzgerald records and stuff like that? Yeah,
9: so you- pretty much. I didn't, um, I mean, I grew up in the 80s, so just had Whitney Houston chewing my ear off every day. <laughs> You know, there's some good pop songs, they're good songs, but it's very high end, you know, performing. Right,
1: lots of production.
9: Yeah, Yeah. whereas when I, it was actually a cassette tape I got given of Velip Fitzgerald singing with the Count Basie Orchestra. And it was just the first time I'd heard a female voice Mm -hmm. actually singing me a song rather than just singing at me, you know. It wasn't
1: like a sport, it was like an art. Yeah, it wasn't
9: gymnastics, it was a, it was kind of a, it was just subtler, and but in, in the same way, it was incredibly grand.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's all about tone and and you know listening, and it's great as a young person that you were exposed to that stuff. Mm-hmm. What happened when you went to the States? Because you went to uh, school in Connecticut for a little bit when you were 16. So, musically, did that expose you to other things and other sounds and oh, other ways of looking at music? Goodness me,
9: <laughs> it was an it was a massively formative year because I just really started writing songs at 15, 16, and then left school. Um, the Scottish education system is quite good. You can leave if you want, and you've got the edu- you know, if you've that got, sounds good. if you've got your grades, <laughs> then you can take off. And I did, and so I did my senior year of high school in Connecticut. It was where I had my first band, it was where I saw my first gigs, it was where I went busking for the first time, and everyone I met who was my age was completely obsessively possessed by music. Everyone was so into it. So suddenly I just had all these mixtapes fired at me. Mm-hmm. Like Ali Farkatura was one, who was on a right. tape when I was like you know, 17 and I remember coming back going, I know this weird African blues this, song. This
1: guitar player from Mali, yeah, yeah. He's exactly. in my soul somewhere, yeah.
9: Exactly. Well it's
1: cool, so you now you have another whole opportunity to have that discovery and that same passion again when you figure out who the heck it was. Um, let me ask you about the sort of caring about the world and giving back. There's a few things that I know you're involved with. I know you were doing something mm. called Project Sunshine for a little while. You obviously were involved in the big Live Earth uh, event yeah, that happened Yeah, the Project Sunshine
9: thing was amazing, actually. It's for kids in New York and who are really sick kids in uh, the Mount Sinai Hospital. And I went and played for them and it was just, you know, and they've all got their drips and they're just like, yeah! <laughs> and it's just amazing thinking, you know, they must have really, really hard days. And to be kind of part of them having a good day was... Massively rewarding. It was really good. (laughs) I have
1: one more favor before we go back to music. You did this awesome stuff with the looper, with this little looping device where you sing and you clap and you do stuff and it comes out there. I wonder, could you give us just a little kind of demo of how that works before we go back to the next song? Yeah, of
9: course. Shall I go over and show you? Not at all. Just kind
1: of showing us how it works?
9: Yeah. Oh, cool.
1: I'll come with you.
9: (laughs) Okay, so. What happened, it's very simple. This is, um, this is a very cheap piece of equipment from Taiwan. So it's not, it's not very complicated. So I'll put a beat in for you, okay? This is my best beatboxing effort. Uh, we'll have some hats, shall we? Yes, I think
10: hats.
9: Okay, now you have to, you have to put something in on the mic next. But you have to
10: do it on this one. Nick and Helen. Nick
9: and Helen. Nick and Helen. Okay, we can can put an audience thing in, okay? So it's going.
1: Go on for days, I do. It, yeah.
9: it does regularly.
1: It's a wonder you leave the house with this kind of gear. So. Anyway, well I I um I'm sure you will use it more artfully soon, but I appreciate you taking the time to show us. And thanks again for stopping by. Let's get back to music. Welcome back from Scotland, KT Tunstall, along with your fine band.
9: It's really, really lovely to be here. Thanks so much for having us. place in the middle.
1: up next a beautiful song that most of us heard for the first time in the film once it featured the duet between glenn hansard and marquette erglova but here we've got a sneak preview from the uh, irish band the frames when they visited E-town. and of course glenn hansard is in the band here are the frames on stage at etown
5: Thanks very much.
11: This is a song called "Falling Slowly," and it's a song about uh, It's a song about just re-falling in love with someone you already know. I don't know you, but I want you.
12: Take this in Kimbo and point it
1: Thank you, Glenn Hansard and the Frames. I want to give a special thanks to our production crew here at E-Town, Todd Ayres, Zach Littlefield, and a special thanks to Helen Forster. I know that every day I check in to see what's happening in Ukraine. It is horrific what's happening over there, senseless invasion by the Russian army. I had only one good friend who was Ukrainian, the late great mandolin fiddle player Peter Ostrushko. Peter's parents, met and fell in love while they were both confined to a Nazi work camp at the tail end of World War II. And they eventually moved to Minneapolis, which is where Peter grew up. But he was just a remarkable musician who died a little more than a year ago, and we miss him. We're gonna leave you with something from Peter Ostrushko when he visited back in the early 90s. I'm Nick Forster, hope you can be with us next week right here in E-Town.
13: I'm gonna sing you a lullaby that comes from Ukraine, which is what my heritage is. <laughs>
0: This is a production of E-Town.
1: Okay, there it was. Some of the highlights from 2007. That was a year where we had so much great music, we're actually going to do it again. Something we liked so much, we're going to do it one more time next week as we welcome part two of our best of 2007. I'm Nick Forster. Thanks for listening.